Hey everybody, welcome back to Light the Fight. And this is our fifth DM episode. And just in case you aren't familiar, we do regular episodes where we kind of delve into a topic. And then we also do DM messages, uh, which are messages that have come in to us, asking questions and giving um, David a chance to weigh in and me a chance to like be completely stumped. <laughs> what I would say. So I read these um, questions and I just think, man, I have no idea what to say. And um, and so this is always an amazing opportunity for me to learn. And so I really, I really love these actually. Okay. I, I want to say something really quick too. Thank you for everyone who sent in your messages. We're trying really hard to figure out a way with our schedules that we can answer more questions. So in this DM, we're going to answer two questions. We've read, just know we've read every single one of your messages. If you haven't got a response from us, from one of your messages, that was a mistake. And we'll go back and make sure, because we're pretty sure about 98% are responding to everybody. Unfortunately, since we can't pick every message, we're going to try to add a couple DMs or a couple questions to every one of these episodes to try to make up for it. But do not stop sending in the questions. So if you have questions, send them in. Keep on sending them in, and I promise you we'll eventually answer one of your questions if we already have not answered one. Yep, yep. So, all right. I'm going to go ahead and kind of read. we got two today, right, we're going to use? Yep. We're going to go ahead and read this in. Um, this is a mom who is concerned about her 12-year-old daughter who's in sixth grade, and I can attest this is when things start getting a little bit more intense as from the social landscape. I also have a sixth grader. Um, all right. I need your advice. She's 12 years old in the sixth grade and the whole school year I've watched her relationship with her best friend fall apart. The reason the boy makes suicidal comments. My daughter does not understand why his best friend why her best friend wants to kill himself. She tries so hard to help him. Lately, she's heard rumors. The boy's making comments that he will kill himself if my daughter doesn't love him the same as he loves her. She's devastated. She should not be dealing with this. Guilt's for grown-ups. I want to help my daughter. She feels terrible. In her words, she says, I do not see him in a romantic way. I'm 12. I just want to think about school and my guitar and my friends. This makes me not want to go to school. You know, this is also the part where, like, boys and girls stop being regular best friends, you know, around sixth grade. This is the part where they we kind of deem them responsible for phones. We kind of let them hang out with their friends. They start hanging out in mixed groups. Um so this is a very pivotal time and I don't think that you know one thing that I've heard you say De David before is that kids are experiencing things maybe five years is that what you kind of say five years earlier than they used to if you if you minus from 18 minus five from 18 it's 13 13 year olds know of things that we sometimes didn't even know till we're 18 Right. And, and that's just because that's the way information flows now through the internet. And so if we if we take that, these 12-year-olds are dealing with things that 17-year-olds were probably dealing with as juniors in high school. 
And so if you can, if you think back to when you were a junior, yeah, that's maybe when somebody's talking about suicide and yeah, and codependent weird relationships. But with this, with the way the world is now, with this evolution that we talk about, kids are dealing with things much younger. So we can't dismiss it. We can't pretend that it's not there. Yeah. We have to take this head on. So I'm trying. I'm going to try not to go down too many alleyways with this i'll probably touch on a couple different things um so thank you first of all i always got to thank whoever sends a question thank you because it it causes me to go through my my memory banks and kind of draw from different experiences that were similar to this but also thank you because like heidi had said it, i'm sure for the mom in this situation it's hard for her to wrap her head around that this is what's happening with her daughter in sixth grade I can't remember a time in sixth grade when anyone was talking about suicide, let alone someone was using it to keep someone hostage in a relationship. So your daughter in sixth grade, she's dealing with, I like how you said my daughter's best friend, and then you said she doesn't feel for him the same way he feels for her. So first and foremost, this is not your daughter's best friend. That's pretty clear. This is a guy who likes your daughter pretending to be her best friend. He's a shark and a dolphin's costume <laughs> and i don't mean that as a negative towards him but i mean is like he's looking at her like potential like using that like shark like it's like oh like, like i i i want i, I want to get her as my girlfriend or whatever it may be in his sixth grade mind but he's posing as a he's like little dolphin i'm gonna do tricks with you i'm gonna play with you and there's no danger here i'm your best friend Oh, but by the way, our friendship is totally dependent upon you liking me. And if you don't like me, then I will punish you by worrying about me every day. So I think it goes without saying that this young man needs a lot of help. The school, uh, regardless of who the school is, regardless of how they're handling this young man, they're not equipped and they're not experts at this. They're educators, they're administrators, the school counselors at your schools are probably not even experts at this. They've come across it, but knowing how to deal with this is difficult to deal with in a school setting. As a parent, let's start with you as a parent. If it is not known to the school counselor, to the school administration, that this is happening, you have to tell them ASAP if you have not already told them to this point. With your daughter, explain to your daughter that what we just said, you can like him as a friend and he can love you and want more. He can be a good friend and he can also be using his suicidal thoughts and feelings, emotions. If he is really suicidal and struggling and he's saying she is going to tip him over the edge if she doesn't stay with him, then she needs to understand that this has nothing to do with her friendship with him. This has to do with he's not a friend to himself. Whatever she's done to make him feel safe, secure, cared for, she can do that as a friend, but she cannot do that as a girlfriend. She cannot do that out of sympathy. She can't say, you know what, I'm going to stay with you simply because I feel bad for you. This may be the only way this kid has ever gotten people to care for him, or it may be he's so scared that he's going to lose the one person that he feels does care for him, so he's going to use this, and this is how you call this bluff. Now, I'm not saying he's bluffing that he's going to kill himself or not, but I'm saying his intent 
has nothing to do with his mental health. His intent has to do to keep her hostage in a relationship at sixth grade. That's not fair. So we're going to about to even the playing field. Your daughter, I would suggest whether she listens to this or, you know, maybe that might not be a good idea. She may be like, mom, right? But what I want you to do is I want you to tell your daughter a couple basic things. One, he is your friend, not your boyfriend, but he sees you as a potential girlfriend. Use the parents, the daughter. It shouldn't be up to your daughter to have to say this, but she can say this to him. She can tell him, thank you for caring so much about me. Thank you for thinking that I'm so important to your life that you can't live without me. And I have to tell you what you're doing by telling me or other people that you can't live without me being your friend or your girlfriend hurts me. It actually makes me feel like you're not a good friend to me. I want to be your friend, but I cannot be your friend until you get better. So I can help you as a friend, talk to the counselor, talk to the teacher. But if you don't want to talk to anyone, then you're not letting me be your friend. So the only way we can be friends is if you stop telling me that I have to be your friend. An easy way for a lot of parents, I don't know your daughter, so maybe your daughter is really capable of doing something like that. But let's say she's scared and she's frightened. So I'm giving you a couple different options. Let's say she's super scared and she's super frightened. Then you can have your daughter go to the principal, go to the teacher and just say, Hey, don't wait for something else to happen. Enough has already happened. Have her go to them and you can go with her. But during the day, she can also, if this comes up, says, Hey, I'm really worried about him. And as his friend, I want to tell you that he's telling people that he cannot live if I don't date him or whatever it is he's asking. I'm scared for him and I'm worried for him. And then if she goes to him, she can tell him, Hey, listen, I'm scared and worried for you. If you're having these feelings, I don't know if you are, I care about you. I really want the best for you, but I can't help you by dating you. When someone knows that their relationship with you is now going to be dependent upon you actually showing some sort of relationship with yourself that you're willing to do something to be in a better place, then that's a friend that's influenced you. But if you're going to tell someone they can't, like you can't live unless they're with you, then what you're telling them is you're not healthy enough to be a friend even with yourself. I've come across the same exact scenario, all different ages, as early as, you know, somewhere around there, fifth, sixth, up to high school adults or high schoolers and adults, because this happens with adults, males too. Adult males can say, listen, I can kill myself. This is something that usually happens privately, but once it comes to the public, it stops. So if you have not already addressed this, in fact, if you have not addressed this to the point where my daughter is so worried, go to the school counselor and say, my daughter is so worried about this young man that she's scared to do anything wrong. And this young man is saying this, then please, 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 please tell the young man's parents because they can't share information about the young man. Tell the young man's parents to please contact me. If you know them or if you, you know, you kind of are familiar with them, you know them on social media, say, Hey, I would love to talk to you. 
Um, I'm a little concerned about something with our kids. Um, you know, kids can be kids, but I think this is a little bit different. So please, let's talk about this. Then if you address it with the parents, say, listen, I don't know if your son is just really scared of losing my daughter as a friend, but what he's saying is causing it so that he loses my daughter as a friend. If he wants her to be scared, he succeeded, but she can't be scared and his friend at the same time. You know, I'm really glad that this question has come up because, you know, as, as a parent, um, you know, watching your kids try to um, navigate these relationships and f the feelings are very strong and, and they're fueled by all kinds of different insecurities and, and situations. And, and you kind of watch the, the breakups and the sadness and the betrayals and, you know, all these different things. Um, you can't, you know, in normal relationships, you've got to kind of let them work it out. You've got to let them get their heart broken. You know, you've got to let them go through ups and downs and, and even, you know, ha having lies and wh whatever. Like, but when you do have something like this, I'm, I'm really appreciate what you're saying um, because I hear this a lot and this threatening or, or this using this against one another. Um, and so I really like how you're going. And, and I also, I don't know if listeners, if you haven't listened to our podcast about vulnerability, our 2.0 vulnerability or, or assertive vulnerability, that's really what you're talking about yeah. here is this young man is having a very victim vulnerability. He's sharing his feelings. He's talking about caring about this person in, in a mature way. And if, if obviously it's not dealt with in a, a sort of vulnerable way, it, it could be very, you know, destructive. So I saved the best one for last. There's a third option. So the first option was like something kind of like if your daughter's capable and, you know, she, she feels like if you feel that she can talk a little bit about this, you know, talking to the counselor, talking to the principal, you can talk to the parents, um, you know, or, if you feel she's capable, you can help coach her how to say the first suggestion I gave. The second one, you know, you, you may need to take the, the lead role in this. Go to the counselor if you already have it, but I'm just giving you some ideas of how to say it to them. The best way to handle this comes off of the what something you just said. We are all going to face rejection, disappointment. Things aren't going to go our way. But a kid at sixth grade is not used to that. Not in 2018. I'm guessing when she's saying she heard other people say this, I'm guessing some digital communication is involved. I'm guessing she hasn't looked him in the eyes and he's told her, if you stop being my friend, I will kill myself. In fact, I'm willing to bet money he didn't look her in the eyes and say that. So here's how you handle this the most optimized, ideal way. Your daughter looks at him and says, I'm your friend because I'm your friend. I want to help you get help. So if you're really feeling this bad, I'll walk with you to the school counselor and we can talk to the school counselor today and we can help you out. But I have to tell you as your friend, you're my friend, right? Like 
have your daughter say, it's like, you're my friend, right? And they'll be like, yeah, of course. Well, you do anything for me, right? Yeah, I do anything for you. Well, I need you to do something for me. I need you to be a friend to me. And hear me out. I don't like you like that. I don't want to be in a relationship and I don't want to be your girlfriend. So right now I'm being a good friend to you by being honest with you and telling you the truth. Now, I don't want you to kill yourself either. I don't want you to commit suicide. So if you feel like you want to commit suicide because I don't like you as a boyfriend, then yeah, let's go talk to the, the counselor about it. But I just want to let you know, I don't like you like that. Period. He is not having to face it. Your daughter doesn't have practice talking about tough things face to face. And she's definitely never had practice about talking about this tough thing face to face. Well, guess what that means? If she doesn't have practice with this, neither does he. If she looks him in the eye and said, as your friend, I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't like you like that. But if you feel like you want to take your life, well, then I'll walk with you to counselor to help you talk about it. Period. Pretty positive that if she tells him that face to face, it's going to break his heart. Guess what happens if his heart's broken? He doesn't need to take his life. He's got a broken heart. People don't take their life from simply just getting their heart broken the very first time in sixth grade. There's got to be a whole lot of other things going on in that kid's life for him to actually follow through and act on something like that. And if this is known to the school counselor and this school counselor lives in 2018, they better take that serious. The school better take that serious and they should have policies and procedures set in place to have a conversation with his parents. And it takes the burden off your daughter. Guess what? He doesn't have to try to keep her hostage because she made it known she's free. And, that, and I think that that is excellent advice for a 14-year-old, a 16-year-old, an 18-year-old, a 42-year-old, you know? And, and to add just like, what if your daughter at age 12 learns how to put the digital communication aside and have real conversations? She's ahead of like... After that conversation she has with this boy, if she could muster up the courage to say that simple sentence, I'm your friend, and as your friend, I'm going to be honest with you. Glad the air conditioning came on because I was hot, but it may not be good for a recording. You take care of that producer guy. <laughs> um, hopefully you can still hear us over this. Um, it's a simple sentence. We're friends, right? Yes. I'm your friend, right? Yes. As friends, should we be honest with each other all the time? Yes. Well, I have to be honest with you. When I heard that you were going to take your life, I don't know if this is true or not, but I got to be honest with you. I don't like you as a boyfriend, so I got to tell you the truth. Now, if your truth is, if I'm not your girlfriend, you're going to take your life, well, then as your friend, I'm going to tell the counselor. So you can either come with me or I can go by myself. Right. Mic drop. Mic drop. There's nothing else to say. Yeah. So... Yes, this is great advice for anyone at any age, but the only way we get better at talking about difficult things is A, we have to have something in our life difficult happen, which just wait, it'll happen. And B, we have to come up with the right way to state how we really feel and think about it and then realize that our probability through that assertive vulnerability and expressing just where we're at is going to increase a better outcome. Now, the better may not be the better that we want, but it's going to have a long-term effect on the relationship in a positive way. And can I add 
mom, that it's probably a good idea to thank your daughter for telling you. First things, thank them for telling. And thanks for adding that in there. Absolutely. Because that's a, that's a. Thanks for trusting me. Thanks for telling me. Woo. Like just be there for a second. Don't be quick to get to the solution. Just give her praise for talking to you about this. And even if you found out by her not telling you, give her praise for at least talking to you about it. Because I think that shows number one, that, that there's a good relationship happening with you and your, and your daughter anyway, if she's come to you with that. And so, you know, don't freak out, be calm and, you know, deal like, I, I think that your candor, your body language, your facial ex expressions of staying calm and letting your daughter know that you, you do have a solution for her and that that solution you believe that she can she can carry out and that's going to as you do that that is going to continue to build that relationship between you and your daughter all right guys thank you as always send in your dms we'd be happy to answer them and maybe even uh, do an episode on them so let me just share with you a couple different ways that you can send information to us number one you can go to elevate podcasting and email us directly from the website you can also just Type in lightthefightpodcast at gmail.com and email us that way. And to make it super, super easy, you can just jump on Instagram or Facebook, message us direct, and we will um, gather your thoughts and respond accordingly. Oh, and I almost forgot to say again, I'm going to start saying this with every episode. I am a licensed mental health professional. I am not your licensed mental health professional. This is just suggestions and ideas that I'm giving to you from my experience, from Heidi's experience. And I just want to say that because I don't want people to think that this is not to replace counseling. It's not to be counseling for you, but it can help you counsel yourself. And in case you're wondering, I have no credentials whatsoever. <laughs> you have a credential in caring. Thank you. I appreciate that. And you have a healthy amount of life challenges to make this entertaining. That's that's right. So yeah, don't uh, don't be like me. Learn faster. That's what that's what I say. Anyway, thanks you guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Life.